Happy Easter! Yay! Hi everyone. Happy Easter. I hope you're all doing well. Podcast will be quite a chill one because you know it's like half term. Is it half term? Oh no, it's Easter break. It's it's spring break. Um, yeah, I wasn't gonna do like a whole podcast about like emerging artists and stuff like that and be quite you know information heavy. And I was like, I might do that next time. So watch out for a podcast where I quote this book I recently bought called Navigating the Art World: Professional Practice for the Early Career Artist by I can't say the name. Is it Dalfinian Gallery? Dalfian. It's a gallery in London. They've released this book. It's really small. It's pretty cheap. It came very quick in the post. And yes, very excited to finish reading that. And I don't know, quote it and stuff. How is everyone? How has your Easter been so far? I've had quite a lot of Easter eggs. Yay. I have um, a blood sugar issue though, so I have to be really careful what I eat because I get ill. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard around like the holidays, especially like Christmas. I got so ill just from like eating um yeah i just get really weak and stuff but it's all good sometimes i like sod it just have the food and then like an hour later i'm like why did they do that i will talk about stress awareness month now and yeah okay so stress awareness month if you haven't heard this i hadn't i was just like googling i don't know big deal events you know like online to like talk about on the podcast and yes this came up my mom actually knows about it too so that's cool so stress awareness month I'm not going to just read out all the information from the website although that is my script for this segment of the podcast I don't really have a script for the podcast I do I write down bullet points and that's it I just kind of let it flow so yeah basically it's this April and it's basically just to like raise awareness of the modern stress epidemic that's how they pull it but basically like everyone's stressed out now all the time yeah and stress like increases cortisol and all that jazz and basically stress just makes everything worse and they're doing this like 30 day challenge to like regain connectivity certainty and control i crave certainty all the time Mm. yes that's the theme for this year and if you go on their website stress.org.uk you can do the challenge if you want so basically you have to pick one action each day of april gotta pick one for your physical mental and emotional well-being to carry out every day yeah so one day it could be exercise mental could be meditation i don't know an emotional wait what's the difference between mental and emotional i don't know maybe talking about your feelings who knows we're learning about this together so yeah, then, ah, oh, I get it. It's called the 30 day challenge because it takes 30 days to turn actions into habits, which is why this is a month long program. That's clever. Okay, so if you guys want to do this, you could do it longer than me. Oh, I'm nervous. So I'm doing a marathon in a month and I'm doing 30 day challenge. Scarlett's busy. And I got to do loads of coursework. I'm really stressed about that, actually. Um, I've had, I haven't really had a week off because, you know, I have like made a canvas, I have primed it, I've done stuff I've needed to do, but I've got written work, which I really don't enjoy doing. Like I enjoy my fine art degree for making art. The written work is like, just makes me realize I don't want to go into academia. Anywho, that's my own problems. This 30 day challenge will maximize your chance of turning useful knowledge and techniques into positive behavioral change. Let's change our behavior. So, okay, there's a PDF. Okay, so if you are interested in that, you can download and fill in the Thursday Challenge calendar. Yeah, I presume that's all free. They wouldn't make you pay for that, would you? Oh my God, you can test your stress levels. Oh my God, mine's with me through the roof. I literally have so many nightmares and stuff. Yeah, I would recommend this website though if you're bored and you're just 
into some like self-reflection they have like stress tests don't do too many of these though because that's reassurance seeking and reassurance seeking is bad oh yeah and then they've got like what else you could do for stress awareness month you can talk about stress and its effects okay so let's work together to reduce the stigma that's associated with stress by talking about the topic openly and freely with friends family and colleagues let's do that then stress and its effects I have always been an anxious child. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know a day where I'm not anxious. It's kind of bad. Stress, how stress affected me? Oh my God. I'd say the stress in my exams damaged me for life. Um, <laughs> that is one of the reasons why I am doing a degree with no exams because those exams have ruined me. Um, yeah, they, they messed me up because basically my GCSE is a god distinction time in drama I got a distinction in ECDL which is basically ICT I got an A star it was it was numbers but I'm not going to do the numbers I'm going to convert them for you got an A star in English language got an A star in history I got an A in English lit I got a B in art a B in art I'm sorry I'm literally doing an art degree and I like to think I'm doing quite well and I got a B in art yeah, I got BNR. I got two Bs in IGCSE science. So I did like international science because I'm, oh, we're international. And I got a five, so like a high C in maths. And that was it. I did the least GCSEs out of anyone in my in my um year group. However, I was definitely like one of the most stressed. Like, oh my God. So yeah, I really wanted to do good my GCSEs because my sister got five A's, five A stars and one B. She's very clever naturally. She obviously worked hard, but she naturally is very intelligent. I wasn't. I had to work very, 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 very hard. Obviously she did too, but I had like learning disabilities and stuff for like just extra hurdles. And so I was like, I saw her success and I was like, I want to, you know, I want to be like that. I want to have good GCSEs. And I remember she's seven years older than me. So I was... I think I was in year five, maybe, when she did GCSEs. I, I was definitely in primary school, and um, I was so, like, proud of her. And I was like, because I've been struggling so long with my academia, I was like, I've got to achieve that, too. I really want to achieve that. And so during my GCSEs, I put a ridiculous amount of pressure on me. I was like, you've wanted this pretty much your whole life. You're not going to let the fact that you don't feel good ruin it. You're just going to keep working and then deal with that after. Yeah, that... That didn't work. Well, I, I don't, I regret it and I don't because I don't regret it because like I got very, very, very good results that I'm super proud of, much better than I ever thought. Like I wanted to get some A's. I didn't know I'd get A stars in like literally, imagine this. Okay. My whole history GCSE course, I got like fives, threes, sixes maybe. So basically B's, E's, D's. I was so inconsistent. And in the GCSE exam, I got an A-star. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my God. I got like a nine, an A-star star in one of the papers. Got an A, an A-star in the other one. I got a B in the other one. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. That ruined me. That damaged me so much, GCSE. And A-levels, I'm so lucky that COVID made sure I didn't have to do the exams because I was super like, okay. So like from like January, I was like, you're just gonna have to hibernate and study until the exam because like I genuinely I was like oh my god I actually don't know much (laughs) literally I was like oh my days I remember I did um for psychology like I did like a test and I sent it like a past paper sent it out to this woman and I got an A but in my mock I got an A and in history my mark 
I don't even remember, but I think I got like a B or C. So I'm so lucky, to be honest, I didn't have to do the other book exams because I would have been really badly unwell because they just made me so ill. I, yeah, so I'd say school is the main source of my stress. It's effects. It's damaged me for so long for like my life. Yeah, I don't know. I do talk about that to my family and stuff. And uh, my family, my household is a very stressed one because like, I don't know, I'm doing a degree. I'm very busy. I've got, you know, all sorts of stuff. I've got health problems. And then my parents own their own business. My parents, well, my, you know, one of my parents in particular has a lot of health issues. And, you know, my sister's a teacher. And my soon to be brother is a teacher. So like, we're not a very relaxed household, let's say that. And we're all very, very stressed all the time. Okay, I'm not very stressed all the time, but I'm definitely anxious all the time. Yeah, and so it's hard, but mm, we do talk more openly now about things like mental health than we used to, definitely. And I think that's good. And hopefully that'll be something that'll like carry on through the generations. And I think it is like that. You know, if your parents didn't talk much about it, you're not gonna probably because you probably won't feel comfy yeah another one is share your coping mechanisms so if something has worked for you why not share it it might benefit someone you care about and in the meantime it might help you take the focus off your own challenges yeah like literally me helping other people it just like takes my mind off my own problems (laughs) yeah um so coping mechanisms distraction is what keeps me sane distraction is what keeps me sane I get bored so easily like my brain is very very weird it's so I don't know I think if someone else came and lived in my head they'd be like I don't like it here um yeah horrible and um so the way I kind of cope with that is distraction so what do I do I have a podcast I make art I make sure I'm busy so I don't have to deal with my problems no I do like distractions for my problems I watch YouTube but sometimes like I'm so used to watching YouTube it's not even that much of a distraction because at the end of the day you're just passively watching you know what I mean you're not actually doing anything yeah I dance am I good at dancing no I sing am I good at singing no well actually people say I am I have no idea yeah I go on walks am I good at walking okay yeah I am okay anywho yeah so just like doing things and oh sport also I really miss um netball I haven't played it in over a year that's really sad and dodgeball I also like speak to my friends also hello friends yeah so that's kind of how I cope and also I do mindfulness but I don't do it in like I think you might think of mindfulness and think of like people playing with their fingers because that's like what you see online. People like, I don't know, like I've seen before, like people like counting their fingers or stuff. No, I don't do that. No, I do like grounding. So if I'm ever like having a panic attack, I'll look around me at the room and be like, I'll do it right now, actually, as an example. Um, That is a lamp. That is a laptop. That is a pen. That's a rubber. That's a piece of paper. That's a piece of plastic. That's my iPad. That is a adapter that's a microphone that's a table tennis table that's a painting that's a ceiling that's white that's a piece of dust that's a painting that's a blind there's a light there's a shadow there's paint there's a painting as a bag there's many mouse you know what I mean and so you just point out everything in the room and you keep doing that and you can't think about anything else and then be nice to those who are stressed and anxious we are all undoubtedly going to experience stress and anxiety in our lifetime so treat others going through it oh my god there's a typo 
Oh, I feel bad. Um, going through wits. I think they mean it's. How do they do that though? Because W and I aren't even close on the keyboards. Okay, I'm not gonna judge. Um, I am. Uh, no, I'm not. oh my god, there's another typo, guys. You need to check your website. Um, yeah. So treat others going through it with compassion, empathy. So yeah, be nice to those who are stressed and anxious. I have gone through both of those things, so I guess I am more empathetic than others. Sometimes I really do struggle to understand what, where people are coming from. I'm like, what do you mean? But no, I, in general, I am a very good person with that very empathetic because I've gone through that yeah so just be kind to people don't be annoying yeah if you can't understand other people's pain then that's your own problem if they're too ignorant to understand your pain that's not your problem that's something that helps me a lot and finally look after yourself we all need to think more about self-care take time out your day to relax or do something that you enjoy don't forget to exercise and eat well even when you feel too stressed yeah I think there's this toxic idea that selfishness is bad. I don't I don't agree with that. I think selfishness in terms of you don't care about other people. Yeah, sure, that's bad. But selfishness in terms of you're putting yourself first. You're living your life for you. I'm a selfish person in this respect. Of course I am. You know, why should I live my life for other people? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I, that sounds bad. You know, I help people. I talk to people, whatever. But like at the end of the day, this is my life, you know? I don't want to have children. That's my choice. You know what I mean? Other people might want me to. I couldn't give a damn. Do you know what I'm saying? It's about you. You're the main character in your story. Uh, But it is. And like, one thing that's helped me a lot, I guess, in life is the fact that I don't actually care that much about what other people think. And, you know, I'll put funny things out online and be like dancing and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't care. I'm just like, you know, I'm bothered. Um, Yeah. Also, there was a typo in this sentence. Guys, what are you doing? Okay, then it says, the most crucial thing you can do when you're stressed or anxious to make sure you're continuing to look after yourself. Make time to relax when you need to and learn to say no to requests that are too much you. Uh, I don't say no. Um, Well, I do, but like... Mm, I guess I am. Uh, no, no, sometimes I'll say things and then um, I'll tell my parents, oh yeah, I said this to them. They're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yeah, I did. Because for me, it's fine. But for them, it's like blunt. But I just can't really tell what people are feeling sometimes. I'm just like, emotions are confusing. Yeah, just look after you. That's it, you know. And when I say make time to relax, I think if I just sit down and don't do anything, I get very depressed. And I'm not I'm not using that word flippantly at all. If I get bored and just relax and don't do anything, I get depressed. So I think the word relax needs to be taken with some... Not caution, but just be like, if you're lying down doing nothing, if you're like me, that probably won't work for you. But um, I don't know, just doing things you enjoy, FIFA, uh, no. So yeah, that was that website, stress.org.uk. Don't get stressed out about the typos in it. Or um, yeah, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, Stress Awareness Month 2021. Google it if you're interested. Just look at their website. There'll probably be some cool stuff on there and the graphics are good coming from an artist I respect the graphics the logo I am a little more questioning of the graphics are okay yeah (laughs) also I wanted to say how like creativity can help so I mentioned about like art and stuff if I didn't have art I don't know where I'd be like I'd be like I don't even know what I'd be doing in my life. So yeah, if you enjoy painting, if you enjoy drawing, if you enjoy doing performance art that other people think is really, really odd, you know, 
you're gonna be dead one day and I know people say, think that this is a really weird thing to say but like I do tell myself that and just like you'll be a cold corpse you know you gotta do things you actually enjoy before that happens that can sound really weird but it's just like that harsh reminder of the fact that you know there's non-permanence here you know what I mean so like I don't want to be in my deathbed being like, oh my God, I didn't do all these things because like I was worried about what other people think. Boring. So yeah, hopefully that helped you some way. But yeah, just do things you enjoy creatively. Um, I enjoy doing this podcast. Do I enjoy the headache I get from editing? No, but um, <laughs> I enjoy doing the podcast. And yeah, if there's something creative you enjoy, do it. Like I think it's kind of hard on creativity with... um. I think there is a certain amount of privilege in it in terms of you really do need to have access to things like, you know, drawing spies, painting spies. It's so expensive, which is very hard. And I'm incredibly privileged that my parents were able to afford to buy me stuff when I started and that, you know, I've got a student loan I can use, but not everyone's in that position. But even just like walking, like, you know, walking as practice and just being inspired by the world around you and looking at trees I like looking at trees. But yeah, creativity can save lives. So yeah, remember that. And yeah, it's helped me. And I don't know, can it help you? I'll leave that question with you. Yeah, we are coming to the end. It's kind of a short one because I just thought, you know, it's a holiday and people are probably, I don't know, Boards. I, I don't know they probably just like want to be outside or like they don't want something too heavy hence why this was light as a feather but I did want to just kind of say some I don't know I like at the end to just do something funny some funny stories and I was watching yesterday Mark Goldbridge he is my favorite person no he's one of my favorite people I love him he is the owner of the United Stand, the world's largest Manchester United fan channel. I've actually been on there. I did a fan cam two years ago. Whoa, December 2019. So nearly two years ago. If you want to see it, go on YouTube and type the United Stand AZ Alkmaar Youth. Bit of a mouthful, but it will come up and then you'll see me outside of Old Trafford being interviewed. Um want to leave a nice comment there you can also i will put that on my instagram i will do like an image montage of things from this podcast and i'll screenshot that so if you can't like spell it or like don't understand why i'm saying it like auditory it'll be on my ig so yeah um if you want to hear more from me and my amazing football opinions no i am actually i do know a lot about football can i play football no i was watching mark goldbridge on twitch which is like basically it's like gaming streaming it's like youtube but just for gaming i don't really like it i prefer youtube i'm like you know i just don't like twitch last night actually from like 11 to like 12 30 he was playing grand theft auto and it was like a watch along so he's playing it you can watch and so i like came in a bit late and i saw he was like driving i was like oh my god this game looks so much fun because like I can't tell you how much I miss, like, arcades and stuff. And, like, you know, the driving game and arcades. Like, I have such, like, nostalgic childhood emotions with that. You know, beating my sister driving consistently. Like, I can't remember the time she beat me, to be honest. But, um... (coughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I was just, like, watching it. I was like, oh, my God, I should get that game because, you know, I can 
drive on my little PS4 and it can be like I'm in the arcade and the cruise ships are gone. Um, most of the arcades I've gone on are on the cruise ships and they just like hit different, you know what I mean? And he was playing and then I came back a bit later and I click on and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then he goes into a strip club. Now he doesn't go, like the game takes him to a strip club. And I'm like, what? And I'm super confused. And then I remember one of my like friends and, and she said, hey, there's this game called Grand Theft Auto, which literally has a strip club in. And I was like, oh my God, this is that game. So yeah, I'm not buying that game. I just need to Google some other car games because I do want to drive cars, but I don't want to go to strip clubs or anything like that. And now on YouTube the next morning, everyone's clipping the bit where he had to go into the strip club because the game made him. And they're going, Mark Goldbridge goes to a strip club. <laughs> and I was like, oh my days. But um, yeah, he's married. And he was like, um, they're like, what are you going to say to your wife? <laughs> oh my God, so sorry. You could see I'm like struggling to think of what to talk about. No, I'm joking. But um, yeah, that was a little funny story last night. I, was, I, was, I even told my mom, hey, mom, there's this game, Grand Theft Auto. Like, you know, it's like a car game. And then the next morning, like, well, this morning, I went to mom and I was like, yeah, there's a strip club. I'll be looking for a car game now that doesn't involve strip clubs or misogynistic language. Um, might be hard to find, but we'll go for it. <laughs>